Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. We welcome to the show my dear friend, Ambassador Robert O'Brien, former National Security Advisor and now Chairman of American Global Strategies. Robert, thank you, love. Um, you're a former hostage negotiator, and I just wanted to hear you talk about this. Um, somebody asked Biden yesterday, he was leaving for the plane, uh, regarding the American hostages or hostages in general, uh, should Israel slow down the uh, ground invasion in order to work through more hostage releases? And he said, yes, they should slow. But then the White House walked it back, and I just wonder what you're thinking about this. Well, the White House has a tradition of walking back President Biden's statements. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm always amused by that because I think if if you and I tried to walk back President Trump's statements, it wouldn't have lasted very long. But uh, <laughs> it's a different White House, different time. Uh, look, the, the reality is is that Hamas is a brutal terrorist organization. They're like ISIS. These are they're basically serial, serial killers. And you can imagine if John Wayne Gacy or Ted Bundy had your relative or your, your family member, you'd want the police to be doing everything they could to get them back. And, and that's why on the first night of the invasion, I recommended that we forward deploy our hostage rescue teams from the FBI and the, the military and get them to Israel to help the Israelis on hostage rescue. I, I don't know if that's been done or not. There's been mixed messages from the administration about whether our servicemen and women are forward to, to rescue our hostages. But unless you start putting pressure on these guys, uh, it's going to be very difficult to secure releases. So uh, there's certainly a role for diplomacy, and I understand Qatar and other governments potentially are involved in, in acting as media, mediators to try and bring our hostages home. And if that's happening, it's, that's good. But I think the, the Israelis need to keep strong pressure up on Hamas because otherwise we'll never get those people home. I mean, you know, you kind of think Hamas is playing us. You know, they, they let the two American gals uh, from Chicago, they released them. I mean, I think their plan is to stall the ground invasion. Absolutely, Larry, you're 100% right. And they're, they're playing the Israelis, and this is part of their playbook. This is why they took hostages, is to use them as human shields or use them as bargaining chips to delay the inevitable. But I think eventually time is going to run out for Hamas. Israel is going to have to go ahead and, and take them out root and branch Israel cannot afford to live next to these serial killers. These are, I don't know, terrorists would be too complimentary of a word to, to call these people. They're not terrorists. They're just they're murderers and thugs and barbarians. Uh, watching them kill babies and slit babies' throats. I mean, this is, you, you don't even hear about ISIS doing these things. This is just horrific what's happened. And Israel's got to get rid of them so they can live in peace. You know, your other point on the show last night, um, You've had 30 or so, 32 Americans have been killed and another 10 or 15 taken hostage. And yet Joe Biden doesn't really talk about that. I mean, those are acts of war against the United States. Uh, I don't know what they're waiting for, the Bidens. I mean, these are other acts of war, by the way, uh, Iranian, uh, Iranian sponsored terrorists are opening up fire on our ships in the Hormuz and the Straits of Hormuz and in the Mediterranean. I mean, at what point does the United States realize in the Biden administration that they're at war against the U.S.? Well, we've never seen in our lifetimes, Larry, a terrorist organization attack Americans, kill 30 Americans. And, and what are we doing? We're sending them humanitarian aid. I mean, the, the $100 million in humanitarian aid of U.S. taxpayer dollars is going to the Hamas government in 
in Gaza after they killed 30 Americans and have and are continuing to hold Americans hostage. You'd think for 100 million we get our we get our hostages back, but yeah. uh, you know we, we've never seen anything like this. But the, the 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 desire to appease Iran, which is behind this. I mean, let's not make let's make no mistake about it. Hamas would shoot a BB gun off without Iranian approval, and, and it's an instrument of Iran, just like Hezbollah is. The desire of this administration, just like the Obama administration, to appease Iran, runs incredibly deep. Uh, you know, there, there's no real explanation for it. I, I, I guess they believe that they can buy Iran's friendship with billions of dollars in sanctions relief and billions of dollars in ransom payments. But it doesn't work. Iran's not that into us. They never have been. They want to destroy us. They hate our way of life. They hate our liberty and our values. And, and yet these guys continue to want to appease Iran. It's, it's really, and, and Iran responds in kind by killing Americans. It's really unheard of. And finally, Robert, um, the ballistic missile sanctions expired uh, on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. I still can't quite figure out. Uh, have they been renewed? Uh, is there a snapback provision? Can you just walk through that for a minute or so? Well, this is all part of the attempt to get back into the JCPOA with, with Iran, that America would turn a blind eye to sanctions to, to the Iranians selling oil, but also to their, their building up their military. And so the Iranians are now free to buy or sell ballistic missiles, drones, jet aircraft, uh, whatever they want, because this administration wouldn't take action. So we could have put massive sanctions on Iran, and we, we don't need the UN to do it. We can, use, we can put on unilateral sanctions and say, any country that trades with Iran, Russia or China included, will be kicked out of the SWIFT system. Won't be allowed to be involved in international banking. Hmm. Uh, we can take action against any bank that finances a, a, a military transaction. We don't need the UN to, to stop Iran from getting these weapons. We just need the will to do it. And that's that's why I said on your show the other night, Larry. Uh, you know, the, we, I never thought we'd look back at the Carter days as the good old days, but hmm. you know, Jimmy Carter at least had the integrity and the humility. That after the Russians invaded Afghanistan, after they had taken many other countries, Angola, Mozambique, Nicaragua, and Carter thought he could deal with the Russians, he finally realized when they invaded Afghanistan that we have to go back to peace or strength, and, and that his, his, his version of detente, his version of appeasement wouldn't work. And he said he was naive, and he was wrong, and he started the defense buildup that became the Reagan defense buildup that you were involved in, hmm. and it became the and, and he boycotted the Olympics in 1980. And said, and, and said, I've had a change of heart. I was naive. I was wrong. I'm waiting for the Biden people, and maybe maybe we'll never see it, to do what Jimmy Carter did and come out and say, well, if we were wrong about Iran, we can no longer appease Iran. We have to fight Iran and, and protect American interests. And, and I hope that happens for the good of America. It's not a partisan issue. It's, it's for the good of our country. Well, you're 100% right. I'm waiting, too. I don't know. The whole world may be waiting. Robert O'Brien, thank you, my friend, former National Security Advisor, Chairman of American Global Strategies. We appreciate it. Folks, a quick break. And then John Carney, Breitbart, Economics and Finance, Business Digest. He'll come on. Let's update you on the economy. I'm Cudlow. We'll be right back with Carney. Carney. 